Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Always. going on everybody another monday is upon us all for some it's the worst day of the week and for others like me and matt and anyone that's jumping on the monday night master debaters it's a hell of a time and as you probably are well aware i like to share the old monday night master debaters episodes on mondays kind of get you all uh hopefully excited to listen to the new one the next day over there at the great deceptions feed but i'm doing something a little different this week okay I work with uh, Ghost from My Third Eye as well. Um, You know, I like to shake things up a little bit. So instead of doing the same thing every week, what I'm going to do is every once in a while throw you a curveball here on a Monday and release one of the Talk at the Tavern chats that Ghost does. This is the same concept. Um, He fully admits that he was inspired by the Great Deception's Monday Night Master Debaters chats, and he wanted to do a similar thing. And it's an entirely different show. Um, Sometimes we take kind of like goofier turns. Sometimes they're more serious. I liked this one a lot because it was a conversation. It was um, somewhat of a very casual type of a conversational debate about the whole idea of like the spirituality push, which I've been talking about a lot lately. And I got this vibe from the ladies that were on there. Not so much Leslie, because I've spoken with Leslie quite a bit. But uh, Teresa and Abby, they seem very spiritual. Now, whenever I see people that are like this, I like to just go right into it and say, hey, what, what do you believe in, you know? And we did that, and it was respectful. It was fun. Um... I do. I still get the vibe very much that Abby would consider herself to be spiritual. Um, Teresa, on the other hand, doesn't seem to be so. I think that her and I agree on quite a few things. Um, whereas, like you know, Abby and I definitely kind of, uh, in a friendly manner, sort of would bump heads about this kind of stuff. But great conversation. I would love to talk with either one of them again. And they aren't the only ones involved in the episodes. Andy from well, I know him from the Deep Share. He's on. He does quite a few other shows. He's always got great stuff to add, and this dude is is a very good listener. Um, I told him that a while ago, that I think he's very, very good at listening and then giving feedback on the person that he's listening to's um, information, right? If you're having a conversation with him, it's guaranteed to be a fun conversation and a good one, and you'll both take things away from it. I've learned a lot from Andy. He's a good dude. Uh, and then, of course, Ghost is on there. He is the host of this thing. And then my buddy Leslie, who I've been speaking with uh, more and more often. And she's getting around a different show, so that's kind of cool. I think she did the Monday Night Master Debaters. She's done this now. And um, I will be posting the Monday Night Master Debaters tomorrow on Tuesday morning. Um, 
actually probably Wednesday morning, to be honest, because on Tuesday I did a phenomenal episode with this guy named Joel Thomas, okay? Joel Thomas is half of Van Tesla, which is a dope-ass music group. Um, not corny music at all. You know, a lot of people were making kind of music back in like the early 2000s, kind of like, you know, the mid 2000s. This dude is legit, like conspiratorial type stuff, um, opening your mind type shit. Just an awesome, awesome dude and phenomenal music. I cannot stress that enough. I'm not just saying that. Um, if I didn't like his music, I wouldn't have mentioned it to him multiple times during the episode. And I wouldn't be telling you that you should check it out either. Um, I mean that it's fucking awesome. You can just go to YouTube, type in Van Tesla music and you'll find their channel. A lot of political rap, a lot of conspiratorial stuff talks about like the World Economic Forum, the UN, a lot of the stuff that we talk about in podcasts, but you get this very entertaining message in a song. Okay. So instead of listening to like an hour plus long podcast, you can get them in these like, you know, sometimes less than five minute songs here. Great visuals. An all-around fucking awesome dude, but I don't want to waste time talking about that. I'm going to do a whole introduction on that episode when that drops tomorrow on Tuesday, uh, the 23rd, lucky 23, but, um, and then a Monday Night Master Debaters will be coming at you Wednesday, and then Thursday, back-to-back debaters uh, with some added information on, just so I can get caught up. Matt's cranking those things out one a week, on time, same time, every time, what do they used to say, same bat time, same bat channel. Every single week. The dude's a lot more consistent than I am, to say the least, okay? But um, the reason I'm posting this for you guys is so you can check it out. Um, I I encourage you to check out my Third Eye podcast. If you want to get the entire versions of this, I think Ghost runs his Patreon. It's like five bucks if you want to get this and then some other shit that he does over there. I think he's going to take my advice and start releasing some bonus episodes. If not, I'm putting him on blast right now and saying he should definitely do that. Awesome guy, though. Awesome show. Uh, really good listener as well. More interview style show. And just a great uh, all around dude. And the tavern is awesome. I get to start my week out on a Monday talking with Matt. And then I get to end my, uh, you know, technical, the work week, the Monday through Friday thing. Get to end the work week talking with another group of people. So awesome shit. And uh, this show's recently been kind of rebranded and revamped. So this is why I'm sharing this with you now. I think it's awesome. Um, I'm so lucky to be part of group shows like Monday Night Master Debaters and Talk at the Tavern. It really is. It's cool. That's like the main reason why doing podcasting like this is fun. I've been getting real into UFC lately, like insanely into UFC. And it's been like so distracting to me, but I think I kind of need that every once in a while, right? We all need these things. I'm still doing some research. Like I said, this awesome uh, episode with uh, Joel Thomas about the Brotherhood by the, of the Snake, by the way. The Brotherhood of the Snake. So that's going to be coming out. And uh, dude was blowing my fucking mind. And, and that's not the easiest thing to do. I'm not saying I'm like a black belt or whatever, but... A lot of shit I hear, and I'm like, eh, really? Come on. I mean, even the lizard people stuff, sometimes I'm like, come on. But this was a phenomenal episode. So you got a cool week of podcasting. Um, If you guys have a long work week, I hope that I at least make the few hours that I am talking in your ear hole a little bit more pleasurable this week. The work week can suck, and uh, just releasing a lot of fire for you. I think I'm actually going to get five episodes out this week. And I used to not like when people would do that, but when I have a lot of content out, figure why not pump it out, 
You guys don't have to listen to it the day it comes out, but I encourage you to. And I also encourage you to tell your friends about it. Tell uh, the world about it, okay? Post it on your social media. Add me in, in your stories. I mean, really annoy your friends and family about this show. It's, it's like your only job when it comes to this show. It's a moral obligation that you have if you don't throw down the 3 to $10 on the Patreon. So I'm not going to waste more of your time. But uh, again, this is Talk at the Tavern. Monday Night Master Debaters will be coming out on Wednesday. And um, before that, you got the Brotherhood of the Snake episode with Joel Thomas of Van Tesla. So three days, three dope-ass shows. I don't know what else to say, guys. Just enjoy this one, and I'll talk to you very soon, all right? All right. Welcome back to the Tavern, people. Let's uh, let's see. I, Bouncer sent me a message and said... Uh, there's people at the front door waiting to come in. So, uh, yeah, let's let the people in, come into the tavern. I know their IDs have been checked. They're old enough to drink. They're old enough to smoke. They're old enough to do whatever the fuck they want to do because this is the tavern and this is where they came to hang out tonight. So looks like we have uh, Andy joining us from the Deep Share. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah. Teresa, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm uh, pretty good. Okay. Leslie's here. Yes. Hi, guys. Hello. hello. Hi, Leslie. Hi. Hi, Teresa. Hi. <laughs> are you turning your video on, Leslie, or are you leaving it off? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. No, you're fine. Ryan should be here shortly. How do Abby's I here? see everyone all at the same time? <laughs> we'll get her figured out abby welcome back thank you I was well, using the I wrong link. Oh, there we go <laughs> i shouldn't say welcome back to to the tavern this is your first appearance but welcome back to to my third eye uh which that episode mysteriously got erased off my uh hard drive so i feel like that was a really good one too How that depressing. was because uh we had some shadow entities you know fly by me and got scared the shit out of me during that so yeah it was, it was <laughs> bizarre we had the some, call. yeah had some bizarre uh internet connections so what's up ryan i will not call you oh. my trusty steed i have to find a new nickname for you oh thanks yeah i appreciate <laughs> that what's going on guys some new face. hi ryan what's up ryan i'm gonna call this one ladies night finally have some <laughs> ladies at the tavern so that's cool man yeah I'd mix it up a little bit what's up yeah. leslie and and uh, nothing Andy? how are you doing i'm oh, just the same old stuff over here yeah Good to meet you, Abby and Teresa, looks like. Thank you. Likewise. <laughs> yeah. Nice to meet you, too. Yeah. Can go around so what I bit. miss? Uh, nothing. Just uh, just starting out. So uh, I guess we can start with Abby and move to Leslie, Teresa, and Andy. Uh, introduce yourself. Let everybody know who you are, and we'll get chit-chatting away. Well, hello. My name is Abby, and I call myself the abstract dreamer. I... Um, do Reiki trauma healing, and I'm really into dreaming, lucid dreaming, and dream interpretation. Nice. I am Leslie. I am Leslie, and I live in Scottsdale or Phoenix area. And I'm just a lover of podcasts, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I love all you guys. Awesome. Was it my turn? Yeah, <laughs> like, try, try and do the ladies first in alphabetical order. 
I'm Teresa. I remember that my name, but <laughs> I'm Teresa and um, I have a newer show called the Spiritual Gangsters Podcast where we kind of focus on people's like personal stories of transformation. Um, but it always kind of goes back to like the big picture, conspiracy wise, truth wise and spirituality wise, which is really cool. Um, and that is co-hosted with um, NY Patriot. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with him. And I also co-host on his show sometimes. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I'm Andy from the Deep Share Podcast. And uh, guys, I really appreciate you having me on here. This is great. I uh, On the Deep Share Podcast, I do interviews. I talk to people about ancient history, uh, mysticism, symbolism, all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm just happy to be a part of this. Well, thank you for coming. Uh, Ryan, do you want to let everybody know, or are you just going to? I mean, I'm here every week. I know. It's fine. <laughs> it's that Ryan guy. <laughs> yeah, hopefully people know where to find me. No, if they don't, they're dumb. What do you got? What do you got for us this evening, dude? Did you find anything crazy out there? Uh, I don't know. Brian Stelter, I guess, is gone from uh, CNN. So that that was pretty, pretty funny. Ooh. There was some other shit that I kind of came across. It was a busy day at work. Uh, I was like, fuck, you know, it's trying to get out on time and the new boss wanted all the fucking trucks washed and it was like holy shit so i didn't really get well, it i got this theory that i think alex jones and brian stelter are the same person <laughs> <Love it. sighs> never seen that no <laughs> i know about alex jones and bill hicks yeah that one i do know. i i like that one actually i really dig it <laughs> that one i've been like threatened multiple times like if you don't understand this and you don't believe this <laughs> so if you look at how much alex jones hates brian stelter i think that there's something there yeah, okay but- i'm just i'm not saying it's a it's like gospel over here i'm He's just so old for being 34 he's way too he is not if he's 34 i'm 17 look it up he's only mid-30s i know but that's what i'm saying that dude's not he looks older than like all of us here put together dude that dude is uh it's insane rocking the bill cosby what is that that bald on top hair around the middle around the sides (laughs) oh the bozo classic george costanza look yeah we always call it the bill cosby before uh all that show went down <laughs> well dude so i i was just talking with um uh, catalyst and did you know that he used to do adult movies he used to be like male talent i guess the guy's got a hog huh? on him what? i guess catalyst, so catalyst jones yeah and I asked him, I was like, we well, got a big old hog or what? And he's like, well, kind of. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I These asked are the important questions. I, I mean, this is the thing, dude, you know, like it, it, I, you never know this stuff until you start talking with these people and then you just find out some mind blowing stuff. So I'm hoping that his lady listenership will skyrocket from here on out. Well, have you guys seen that like Jasmine St. Clair is also like made her rounds in like the truth community? Like she's outspoken. This porn star from the 90s is very interesting. Very interesting. All kind. Everybody's coming out. That's crazy. It's important. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Damn right. (laughs) I hope he wasn't a fluffer. No, I don't think he was a fluffer, but it was just very interesting to listen to like what he had to say about it. It was just kind of funny. Yeah, that's odd. Yeah, that's, dude. That's, that's a, 
I've been trying yeah. to find musicians and uh, and things like that. Uh, people that are kind of like adjacent to the biz, but you know, lightly connected, like how do they feel about things if they're even reachable, which yeah. is usually a dead end. Anything with a blue check mark, man. Uh, like, I don't know if it's, it's like a silly conspiracy to bring up, but like the fact that like, I've never once, I've been able to contact a lot of interesting people, very popular people, but anything with a blue check mark, it's as if I'm just filtered out immediately. You- is that like a common knowledge thing? Like, what is that? I, don't, I, I run into the same thing. The only blue check mark I was ever able to get on my show was Tommy Chong. He's the, like the only okay, blue fair check enough. Mark, yeah, yeah. Blue check mark. He's on I, everybody's show. Yeah, he's humble enough to do it. But I've reached out to Jack Osborne. I've reached out to you know a whole, whole bunch uh-huh. of people just to you know, hey, come on, let's. I want to talk about your ghost adventures and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yo, <laughs> what's it like going into these haunted haunted places? You know, no reply, nothing. Hmm. Huh. I think a lot of those people don't even run their own social media. No, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And actually, um, my friend does strategy and everything. And he said that the way that you do it, you don't just come out and ask. You have to like every single one of their posts. You have to be one of the first person to like their posts too. Mm, And then you comment. Yeah. You're, you're actually, you stalk them. You actually have to stalk them for a little bit. And it's like, then it primes it primes things so that way you can ask them so and it's usually and it works it's so it makes them feel safe everyone. yeah i mean i guess that's like being a mm. member of the paparazzi mm. that, that, that's what that kind of sounds like so i mean i guess it is but not- i mean if you want them to to not think that you're <laughs> full of shit then right, you gotta yeah. kind of you Pursue gotta play it. the game you gotta <laughs> yeah. do it yeah it well, seems you, like opposite of the real world, like stalking someone in real in real life shit would get you kind of like in the face. Like I'm well, not talking that dude. <laughs> but I think that's the only way to get through the filter of whoever is running their social media. That's fair. Well, that's fair. Well, like I think sure. this guy's serious. He's bugging the crap out of us. What do you think? Yeah. Or well, making like it? or making meaningful comments, probably on their that's stuff. Fair. You know. Yeah, yeah, you have to comment. Commenting yeah. is definitely part of it. You have to get noticed somehow, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting to me that like the, the social media handler or whatever doesn't sit there and say like this dude, uh, cause like triangulating IP addresses is possible. Right. And it's not even that difficult. If, if someone's going to be crazy enough to do that, why wouldn't the, the handler be like, let's stay away from this guy. Instead, they seem to, as you say, I'd be like, go, go closer to the people that interact the most. That would be a big turnoff in like the real, like tangible 3D world. And and it, for some reason, it's just not in the in the metaverse type shit. No. And and I'm not a huge podcast, but every once in a blue moon, I'll get weird people that just want to like they bombard you like with IG DMs and shit. And at first <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, OK, this is some pretty cool information that you're passing along. And then all of a sudden it's just like, all right, dude, you're you're just. A, you're over, overwhelming me, and B, I don't know if you're you're really a person or 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 what, but and then all of a sudden it just stops. It's like it, they start sending you like dog videos Weird. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> or, or one, I think know I, I do that like to people. Shit. <laughs> I don't know what that is, man. Yeah, it's very interesting. But you guys are into some spiritual stuff, Abby and and Teresa. It sounds like you were talking about some spiritual stuff because I'm I'm down to debate this a little bit. Let's do it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, really reality you know, trans surfing too. That's the other thing. So, like the whole, I don't know. I don't. A lot of people haven't heard of reality trans surfing, but it's like it's quantum physics. So, 
What is it? Reality oh. Transurfing. It's written by a Russian um, quantum physicist, and it, it's a, a series of books, but um, it's kind of like my paradigm for reality, the way things work, the way shit works. It's based on Carlos Castaneda's work. Oh, can you break it down for dummies like myself? Yeah, I haven't heard. <laughs> I haven't heard of this. It's like law of attraction, but it actually uses scientific principles. So it makes more sense. It's not like all this hokey pokey and it kind of teaches you natural law. Like the fundamental natural law is that nature always balances itself. So any kind of excess potential, if I'm put importance on anything, it's going to be knocked out of the fucking ballpark. I'm not going to have it, you know, not in a good way. It'll be like a foul ball because, because I put way too much potential on it nature balances itself so that's like the fundamental principle but there's so much more to it so have you put much thought into uh like the cia's uh research on like the the um what the hell is, i have the packet right out gateway? there but it, the gateway process and all that kind of shit exactly yeah like their little blacked out redacted it's not stuff. it's not redacted it's like a, it's a department of defense and cia i can go grab the the little packet out there that i have real quick but i just I wonder looked at it before but it's definitely like 32 pages i mean it's it's very in-depth but it's like a cia agent uh reporting back to the government from what he discovered by being positioned into the monroe institute and okay. uh, going through the process of binaural beat meditation and things like that. And he wrote this 32 page <sighs> insanity monologue, basically, about uh, a lot of things. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. You should definitely look at it. I will, for sure. Write that down. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I've wanted to do a show on it, but many people have done shows on gateway process. Brian, I think you've covered quite a bit of it as well. Um, yeah, I, I actually wanted topic. to do, I wanted to do an entire thing, but it's called the uh, it's from the Department of Defense, and it, the the subject is analysis and assessment of gateway process. Yeah, and this is from 1983 um, to the commander of the u.s army operational group out of fort meade yeah it's just interesting it talks about like chakras it talks about like shutting off like different parts of the brain in order to you know like just kind of tap into people's consciousness at like you know different levels it's just to me when people like this start talking about this kind of shit it's very uh it's a turnoff to me but i don't know why is it a turnoff to you, though, Ryan? Because you're, like, really curious about this kind of shit. It seems like it's intriguing to you, right? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's definitely intriguing. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> suspicious of the CIA, but I've had too many psychedelic experiences that, like, confirm. Like, we all know that, like, when they spread things, they're not necessarily spreading lies. They're spreading twists on the truth. So yeah. it's almost like... It's weird that they have that document. It's weird that it wasn't released until 2006. It's weird that we have a department that can request secret things of the government that will suddenly become available to us as if they never knew that was going to happen. Like you and I actually personally have talked about that at, in detail about how it's, it's very confusing and intriguing that they even allow FOIA to exist yeah. or why mm -hmm. does it have to exist to begin with? Why is the government that works for the people uh, keeping these kinds of documents under lock and key, right? It's very bizarre. 
because they're all magicians <laughs> hey that's my language right there no i think uh you I know, think we are. We're the ones with the power, really. But they, right, they're just they like mimicking reversals. us or something. Yeah, they, use, they yeah. use reversals and then the idea that reality is a mirror. So, you know, they just have to put whatever they want in front of us and we reflect it. Or get mad about it or get happy mm-hmm. about it or. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's all the same. It feeds it energy. It's kind of that it's loose fun. thing, right? But it's kind of yeah. a silly name for it. <laughs> it. Kind of makes us sound crazy when we use the word loose. <laughs> I reality think, transurfing calls it a pendulum because a pendulum swings no matter which way you push it and and it, it's just designed to steal your energy it's, it's an actual energy structure so. well then you get into the pendulum group too like the pendulum group like working with the nazis and shit like that back in in you know obviously when the nazis and the third reich were big uh i don't know i i think that a lot of um and i like the idea of like we're the ones with the power but I kind of am starting to think that this is something that we kind of tell ourselves in order to feel like we have a chance of what's going on, like to, to rise up against what's going on right now. I think of, that, uh, yeah, tomfoolery. Yeah. I almost, my thing is, I don't think that we need to. I think it's so individual. We think it's collective. Yeah, there's like so much false hope out there. Uh, in the collective right though like right like what ryan's saying like i could give a great example being a fucking member of gaia for the past two years watching a lot of that content and it's like yeah there's little truth bits here and there but there's so much like personal philosophy and probably like bad philosophy going on to like rope in big groups of people towards like a certain thing a lot of gatekeeping involved it's such a shame because it's like this archaic revival that terence mckenna always talked about there's a good part of it but it's being kind of like hijacked away and explained away in a way if that makes any sense Yeah, it does make sense. I come at it with, I I personally think our minds are a lot stronger than what we're led to believe. Just like even with manifesting stuff. And and Ryan, this is, I know where I I lose you on this, but (laughs) stay with me for a second. When I went up to that cabin and I I called you, we had a conversation phone call the day I got back or whatever. And I said, dude, I was toying around with this, this, you know, manifestation thing to see if it was real. The last two years we went up there, we didn't see elk. Okay. I I said, I want to see elk. I will see elk. My wife said, Oh, I thought I saw a bear. I want to see a bear so bad. And we saw two baby bear cubs. We saw four or five, um, female elk and with with their calves and and what have you is that real or is that not because as a hunter i could i could easily say okay i'm going out and i'm getting a buck you know i'm going to shoot something with my bow and arrow and i'm going to bag it tag it bring it home put it in the freezer that doesn't always happen you know what i mean so i don't know is there power to intention? I, I know you don't like that, but I, I, I kind of think there is if, if the ether does exist to, to a point. Yeah, I don't have a, po- a problem with the power of intention and things like that, but people apply it in, in the worst ways possible. And I think that it, it gets to a loony part for sure. Like real quick, it right. can go from like your idea of going out there and wanting to see elk and then going out there and wanting to see an elk to shoot it. 
that could be something completely different, right? Mm-hmm. You're, 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 uh, if you're hunting something that could be seen as like a negative, like a net negative on right. the universe or whatever. Right. If we're going to get into that kind of shit, but I mean, if you're going to test your ability to see an elk, I would say sit in your living room and then like manifest an elk popping up in your front yard and see if that works. It's not going to work. It's not you know? going to work. They're I not don't like that. That. <laughs> Something else will happen. Watch. I did that one time. Cause I was like practicing little stuff and the Dickie is no importance. Right. And I was trying to see bluebirds and usually blue jays aren't uncommon. So it wouldn't have been that big of a deal, but I didn't see one damn blue jay that whole day. And I was kind of like irritated, but then, I, but I was like, just let it go. Cause it's, it, it really doesn't matter. You're going to see it. Right. I look over at my refrigerator and there happens to be this new magnet on my refrigerator as three a little angel holding three little bluebirds in her hand. I was like, tell me. You got it, but just not how you thought you were going to yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. It's just, <laughs> you can't put the expectation on it. It's. That's always the case too. Yeah. It's always, it, uh, it reminds me of like the end of uh, Dogma with Alanis Morissette being the representation of God. And when the character asks, why are we here? And she's just like, to her nose she's like see ya i'm gonna go do a somersault you just have the biggest crush on her (laughs) yeah when i was canadian like me (laughs) i don't know sorry i didn't mean to derail you abby (laughs) i just thought of that well and and that kind of goes into ryan i I told you this after uh, my i think it was the first interview i did with whitney fox and she did that reading on me and my my grandfathers came through and this and that and i was sitting there booming shingles to to a, a roof and i was just like oh, i just want to see two birds today you know or whatever and i didn't really put sp- very specific detail to it but two birds landed on my crane as i was operating it which has never happened in the nine years that i've ever done that and then all of a sudden they kind of flew up flew down towards me kind of at me and then just poof and never seen them again but it was two birds you know what i mean i, I wasn't specific but could have those been the spirits of my two grandfathers coming through saying hey nod my head at you here we are we're watching you you know what i mean i i, I don't know i don't have the answers to this not, none of us do in my humble opinion but i like i always say everything's all everything's theory yeah i don't know i think like manifesting maybe it works just enough to get you to believe in it and get you hooked on it almost like chasing chasing like a social media algorithm Like, oh, I posted this and it did great. So now you're like chasing that idea the whole time. I think manifesting kind of works like that. It's not that it's not true. It's like, yes, and intention and energy is how the universe works. Absolutely. But can can I manifest um, a million dollars? No. Like if we if we could all do that, we'd all have no problems in life. But you know why you can't do that? Because the key to in, to any intention and manifestation is heart and mind coordination. So you can wrap you your mind around. You, well, no, you can wrap your mind around a million dollars, no problem. But your heart mm-hmm. don't give a shit about money. It cares about experiences and feelings. So well, you will never, you will never tell your mind, your heart, that a million dollars is what it wants. It will never agree with you. So that's what why you I manifest really shit you don't money? want. What if I well, really needed it? Necessity, maybe it, maybe it is. Could be. A well, lot. what did you need it for? Yeah, need <laughs> daughter's heart transplant. Experience. You could what if I needed? What if yeah. I needed money to pay my rent at the end of the month or my mortgage or whatever? But it that's is. that's not the same. But the as, problem as with want. that necessity is also that you're going to manifest like heart and mind coordination happens almost 100 percent of the time over shit that you don't want. 
and that you hate or that you fear. Think about that. Yeah. So that's why you pull a bunch of bullshit in your life. You pull a bunch of bullshit in your life because you can, you have heart, mind coordination over anything you hate or anything that you fear. Yeah. It's the strongest for sure. Right. Cause it's yep. subconscious. Is that where you're going? It's, it's more than subconscious. I mean, I don't know. It is, so, but you have to have, it can't just be mental is my point. Right. Well, yeah, I, no, I, get, I get what you're saying. No, I get what you're saying. I used to, I was um, involved in yoga for a long time and like a lot of new age stuff. So I've kind of, I'm sure not as well versed in it as you are, Abby, but I have kind of been down that road a little bit and uh, sort of in my conspiracy <laughs> rabbit hole career, I guess. I sort of like come out of it, I feel. That's where I'm at. But I know everyone, you know, comes to different conclusions. So I'm not saying that it's BS completely. I don't no. think it's BS. I think definitely like the universe does work on on energies and intentions and our emotions and mind count for a lot. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, can we manifest exactly the life that we want? I don't no. think that we have that kind of control. When people say we're like co-creators of the universe, I'm sorry, I disagree. Not in the sense that Hollywood would present it, like things just abracadabra and appearing before you. Like Obviously, mm. I mean, I think we're all on that page. But I think um, being more attuned with the patterns and the processes inside of you and uh being kind of in union with the idea that what is what are the patterns and processes that are inside you well they reflect the uh the world around you as well and the more you're in tune with that uh synchronicity it seems like you can kind of uh maybe not maybe manifest is kind of the wrong word to use it's kind of like put into action what has been thought i mean this is kind of we're, we're kind of uh, we're out of time. I just interviewed someone the other day that uh, we were going over like the importance of alchemy in the 21st century. And it's kind of an obscure idea to bring alchemy in the way we kind of see it popularly with the hooded robes and all that kind of thing. But to bring the principles of alchemy into this world is not only what the old way does not like but it's also what the new way does not like because the new way oh i think we can all go into our very tinfoil hat motives and see where this machine is heading and it's about atheism and a fear of death and let's cling to this physical mortal coil as long and in whatever way we possibly can and the old way is well let's give all this away because the next life is what's important let's go to heaven right what uh i would say alchemy kind of brings those two together and says well this is a kind of an equation and it kind of uh brings this can this current linear moment into existence that we are all here to go holy shit hi and then it fleets again and then it's gone but this is like an alchemical situation that we're in and it's it's not the new way it's not the old way it's kind of like a marriage between the good of both and a discarding of the worst of both i don't know if that made any sense yeah i think like i think part of what you're saying andy and then what you're saying abby is like being able to step into the flow of the universe just that kind of sound a little bit cheesy but I think it's, it's important. Once you become aware of your own internal processes and how that relates to like your external environment, that to me is like the most important part. 
I think. That's Transurfing's about catching the wave. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Have you, have you guys seen that show Wheel of Time? No. Oh. Oh, it's so good. You guys have to watch it. Yeah, it's on it's on Prime. That's where I saw it. It's uh it's a novel, very Game of Thrones meets like Lord of the Rings. It's really mm. cool and it involves like magic and there's so much symbolism, obviously. And um I think they hint at a lot of truths in it. But the uh females in the show, a lot of them are able to channel what they call the one power. Mm. So they they when they can like connect to it that's when like they can do all their like magical shit. It's really cool. <laughs> so like sacred feminine also kind of in line with like Dune with yeah. the Jesuit. It's interesting because when men have the ability to channel in the, sh- in the show, the men go mentally crazy when they channel for too long. Only females can do it. It's weird. I was like, mm, that's interesting. <laughs> like, what is that saying about the male and female energies? Yeah. Well, if it's coming from if it's coming from Hollywood, it's like straight like programming, right? I mean, like that's what it is. (laughs) But like again, like they always love to use the truth and twist it to their liking Mm -hmm. because I think they understand that we as human beings, as like righteous individuals in this world, are gonna be drawn naturally to something honest. I, I really do think that. And I think that's why they have to try so hard. So it's like they have to use what's going to come out inevitably in our research, in our just living out our lives, generation to generation. They have to get ahead of what's coming out. That, that's my perspective. Like same thing with the yeah. alien UFO UAP thing. The reason why we have these heartfelt interviews from Lou Elizondo and all these fucking huh. actors from the government it's because they're desperately trying to get ahead of what's probably something's going on naturally. Maybe it's to do with the sun or whatever, but something's happening naturally that they're, I think in desperation to kind of get ahead of and control the PR of, in a way. Well, what about project looking glass then or operation looking glass? That's another really creepy aspect that all <laughs> realities are collapsing in on themselves. And well, somebody it knew is, about but it. it's not, if you've ever read any of the law of one stuff, then it's like, Oh shit. That's totally in alignment with the law of one. So yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> I like it really. I think it's cool. <laughs> no, like I think it's cool and creepy at the same time. Like, but see, that's where Hollywood distorted it. Cause Hollywood took that movie eternals. And, you know, like the idea that we're created, like the earth is becoming a collective consciousness and, mm. and making the earth with like, we're all earth. And they made it like, oh, it's using every, losing everyone's energy and creating a earth God and the earth will explode and all these people are going to die and be traumatized. And it's like, no, just it's the law of one. So there it's a distortion again, you know, but I don't like the idea of all that stuff though. Cause it just sounds like, uh, it sounds like a, like a tower of Babel, like in modern times. Or yeah. Like you know, I agree it, with you, Ryan. Yeah. It's an I'm interesting sure. idea, but they make it, they disguise it in this really, really wholesome idea where like, everyone's going to love each other. No one's going to be poor, all this bullshit, which is impossible by the way, that's never going to be a thing. People are always going to disagree there's never going to be a one world religion unless you kill off the people that disagree with this stuff. And um, I mean, think about another idea of like the programming from Hollywood. Think about like these, these shows and these movies uh, for really the last decade that are, you know, artificially pumping up like feminist ideology. I'm, I'm all about like men and women being equal. I think it's very, very, I I think that a strong woman, there's nothing that makes a stronger man 
than a but they're not better equal. than a stronger we're woman. We're not we're not created equally. I'm not we saying created that, differently. Yeah. 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 No, I'm yeah. not saying that at all. But like Hollywood is pumping up the idea of the strong female intentionally. Yeah. Handmaiden's Tale, right? Oh, I know. Uh, all this shit where it's like, dude, the, the the women are the only thing and that's it. And it's it's harmful, I think, in the end. And it is, it's it's funny to say this in front of three women who I respect all three of you, <laughs> the same way I respect Kim that's sitting in the living room right here, right? <laughs> we And we argue about shit all the time. And I think it's very important to have those healthy arguments and to not be like, yeah, women are more important than men or, or vice versa. But for some reason, it's very, very promoted right now that women have all the strength for some reason. That's, yeah, man, well, that's the fucking thing, right? I mean, not to, sorry, Abby, just real yeah, quick. No, like, that's, that's the fine. whole point, right? It's one or the other. It's always, it has to be one or the other. So let's let's go towards the, and we'll attack the sacred feminine while we do it. Because white by, men have been in power for so long. So let's right, go right, the so other It's way. like a convenient psyop for one. Like that's on one level, you know, of course. But like, but then we have the transgender level where where we're destroying women's athletics. Right, and it's from both sides. Else. So right. it's like, so what is it, you know? It's cognitive so let's, dissonance. Let's, yeah, yeah, exactly. So or is it's it all just that fucking the pendulum? It's well, the pendulum because like we again. can't it's demonize the pendulum, sacred feminine, yeah. but we also can't demonize the his hyphen story history that we've been taught to like, not to say that it's all good to, you know, it's all big, true, but like, yeah. there's a lot of, <laughs> this big, is about yeah, how all the world the religions shebang, have left yeah. out the fucking women and like, a, like, the, like the whole, like, yeah, it's just it's so, so funny crazy, that like though. we are moving towards a time like a very crazy time where we're about to re-demonize the sacred feminine instead yeah. of like embracing it where like however on the other end of it it's like a parody of the sacred feminine going of course trust us and it's like um absolutely not as we march with our vagina hats on right dude it's, it's like... so that's the <laughs> fucked up thing that i've my I'm mom was like original like, bra burning hippie and then i'm i'm like like i was raised by a woman who didn't shave her armpits and didn't wear a bra and then like now i see all these women who are doing this whole feminism thing and it it kind of pisses me off because it's like and Dude, on she the would other never wear a vagina hat. She would never. On the do other that. end of it, I hate to say this because, like, I know it's like closer to what we all can kind of agree with, but at the same time, you got these women. I don't know if they're paid off, but it's like purposely, overtly the opposite way. And it's like I love that my husband gets to tell me exactly <laughs> what I do from sunrise to sunset. And this is America. And it's like that's just discrediting people that actually love America. That's not real. That's fucking no. fake right there too. It's hey, let me tell you right now, dude, if I could take if I could take like a super rich chick that could tell me everything to do, but they paid all my bills, I'll take it all day, dude. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Ryan, so, they're not chicks. That's derogatory. <laughs> women. Sorry, powerful women, not chicks. That would My be a unicorn. And most unicorns I was told were um most unicorns are transgender. Okay. <laughs> well true, right? Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny because uh, I think the transgender thing, like the blurring of the genders into one is kind of paralleling like the consciousness coming into one. Mm -hmm. And I think just that idea in my mind is very much like AI, like the singularity. And I'm like, so the opposite of that should be like righteous individuality. Separation perhaps. and division. Yeah. But this is thing. They're hoodwinking us. They're fucking hoodwinking us. We They're giving us a false sure. version of unity to fucking follow. Exactly. And, and it's like we'll the throw the baby out with the bathwater and go, well, never mind. Fuck unity. It's like, well, wait a minute. They're giving well, us like, a fucking 
bullshit version. It's like, let, let's well, have pride all month, and then here comes monkeypox, and we're going to blame it on the gays. <laughs> what? I know, right? We're back to 1988. Oh my, like, what the fuck? What year is it? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I just, yeah, like, like you said, I think it's like a false representation. It's almost like a caricature of. And I think it's because like- a lot of people in the healing community, and I'm, I don't mean all the like super wooey new agers, because I'm I'm a little new agey, but not not I'm rational. Okay, you're um, a scientific new ager. Thank perhaps. You. <laughs> um, but you know, there we all have masculine and feminine energy, and then when they're out of balance, you're fucked up. You know, I was a very masculine woman my whole life because I was raised by a woman's liver. <laughs> You know, I didn't know I was allowed to like the color pink. That sounds really mm. weird, but I didn't, you know, I had to have somebody else. I, I had to beg my mom to shave my armpits, you know, stuff like that. Um, but, and because of that, I was like very in my masculine energy. It's actually just been recently that I'm like, it's okay to be a girl. It's okay to have feelings. I'm okay to, it's okay to express my feelings, you know? Um, and I think that's where everybody gets fucked is that like men think that they have to be super masculine. They're not allowed to have any kind of like, femininity and um and then we have this weird distortion happening and then then it's like they've they've made it exponentially bigger by like oh guess what you're really a woman because you feel like a woman or you're really a man and it's like maybe you just need to freaking balance you just need to balance yourself a little with that right being raised like that do you think that's why you chose to go to the military because you know Um, in the military we're trained to to you don't show your emotions so that was, I think, well, not now. Was, well, yeah, not possibly. now when, when her and I, well, served, right? you know, what I mean? yeah. it was like, Tough you didn't guy. show your emotions, mm-hmm. you know, this and that. And Drop it, it, give it me was 20 pronouns. Yeah. It was something easy <laughs> yeah. for you to, to do because you were, you were kind of already raised it, that way. Yeah. Well, for sure. That, and um, yeah, I wanted it out of my little shithole town. So that was another part of it. Yeah, same. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it was mostly. Like I knew I could handle it. And then, I mean, I'm a bodybuilder now, so I still am very much in my masculine energy, but, but I'm okay with, I, I'm far more balanced, I would say. So there is for yeah. some reason right now in society, um, like if you go back to when men were straight up masculine and that was it. And then women, um, unfortunately, you know, uh, there's a history there where women are kept down. Right. And I, that's, I, I wish that that isn't the case but it is what it was. Um, If we could find a place where men could be men and women could be just like, you know, feminine and we could like the, that could be like a battery in society, right? You've got the men for sake of this argument. I'll say the men are the negative side. The females are the positive side and they are able to feed off each other without one having like one side, having to tap into both sides of that masculine feminine energy. I think that could be very beneficial if men were just tough and they were there to protect the family and the women were there to raise the kids also work. Right. I mean, like, I'm not saying that one side shouldn't work or anything. I do think that women have a knack for raising children though. Yeah. They're the nurturer. Well, and honestly, like in a non-distorted version of this, a patrilineal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No patriarchal. Patriarchal, patriarchal, yeah, patriarchal, uh, patriarchal yeah. society actually is the right model, but you know, it everything is distorted. so distorted, and it's That's like the saying. idea, yeah, exactly. So it it really is a good model, but then like this book that I was showing you guys, the big shebang, yeah, this is like 
uh, I mean, you just see where it comes from. It starts at religion and it's indoctrinated in all of us from the day one. I mean, the Bible is like, we do the whole lineage of Jesus, right? It goes, um, Adam beget Seth, who, who beget Abraham, who beget, you know, like it does the whole lineages, right? Not one of those motherfuckers beget anyone. The women did. And that's the only bloodline you can prove on any one of them, but they don't mention any of the women. They don't even mention Adam and Eve's daughters who happened to be, one of them was the wife of Noah. Did you know the name of Noah's wife? It's not mentioned in the Bible. Her name is Noria. She was Adam and Eve's daughter. Mm-hmm. How fucked are these little things? Where is like it that? mentioned? It's um, the Gnostic Bible. The, uh, yeah, I was going to say the Apocrypha. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. interesting. So, won't be accepted, so of like, course, by yeah. those that accept the... They just, well, it, I think that goes... goes on. Oh, Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I think that's because you know it's a warrior culture, right? And it's like the 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 uh, the ways that that society progressed back then was fighting, unfortunately, and that's really how it always is. Um, and the men were the ones doing the fighting. It's not. I'm not saying it's right, but it's just right. it's it's very interesting to think of. You know, uh, yeah, I'm uh, back then, back in the day, if I was gonna say my name, like yeah, I'm Ryan, son of Paul. You know, my mom, Mary. <laughs> It doesn't matter, you know, which is well, shitty. My mom like did we, a lot of shit for me. We but, take uh, the paternal last name usually, right? This we is take my father's course, yeah. last name. This is my favorite part, though, and this is about period shaming, and it's like how women are shamed in the Bible just for having a natural thing happen once a month. Oh, they were it's shamed like, hard. Oh yeah, well, it's not a, not oh. natural. You ate a fruit. If a woman sits on, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and they is- they were very disappointed Eat because now first. you were like them. <laughs> when you ate of the apple, you became like them. Sorry, no one's ever like, I don't get it. Like, how has the story ever continued on as Yahweh being God after he addresses his counterparts as us? When Adam and Eve become like one of us, how has the conversation ever continued beyond that? There is no one God in that concept, though. It's, it really I don't scary. know if they're, if they. they're referring it's to humans. Yeah, Elohim, well, Elohim is not humans. Why not? Elohim is, they. I would think, they the being the, the chorus of heavenly beings, not human humans. But if Yahweh was above all the others, why would he consider Adam becoming one of us? when he ate of the tree of knowledge like that's always perplexed me it's almost as if they give it away right there that these were human beings and these were lording over other human beings maybe i just opened a can of worms i'm no sorry. no i like no that. it's fine i just what I, I wonder why you think they're humans though what i'm one of those weirdos mean? that studies ancient irish and uh scottish and sumerian and, and all these other ancient uh, uh scandinavian cultures and i'm finding more and more that this idea of fairy tales is about fair folk the fae folk it's about these old white people cultures from the north that keep getting uh Basically, it's it's Shit a game on. of telephone with our language, like it's, the Targaryens or something. Well, uh, it is an interesting the Targaryen, Tartarian, blonde hair, right. purple eye, like all that kind of stuff. Right? There's a lot there. There's a lot there going on for <laughs> sure. But when we talk about yeah, like free folk beyond the the ice wall, fey folk, free folk, fey yeah. folk, fair folk, white folk, it's a lot of Irish history about these 
shiny white people with blue eyes and blonde hair. Ireland, uh, Sumer, Armenia, Egypt, Mesopotamia, like uh, everywhere, South America, uh, all of them. They're all talking about white people with blonde hair and blue eyes. I had That's, an encounter with the little people, but they weren't. Get they the weren't white. They weren't white, though. Well, and it's I, always interesting. I can't that talk I, about it after dark. You're not supposed to talk about ooh, it after dark. That's so interesting. That sounds like some gremlin stuff. I'm always just fascinated by like the the story of these gods, the shiny ones, shiny. Where does very where do aliens play into that then, Andy? Well, that's an interesting point. And it's kind of a, from my perspective, it's really a long story. And you'd have to kind of research some box saga and see some of that if it resonates. The only thing some I know about box not. saga is everything I've heard you, you, you break down. And, I, <laughs> and I've always loved it. It was always fascinating. Other than uh, eating my own seed. I, I, yeah, I that, that's all some <laughs> fucked up shit. But then yeah. again, like the thing is about box saga is that like uh-huh. everybody's very averse to the idea Does that he? someone in history were doing that. Meanwhile, even to modern day, we have semen retention in many cultures. Also, we have dicks erected by all the ancient cultists all over the place to represent their uh, fertility rights so like mm-hmm. sex was at the core of our ancient world regardless as if we're comfortable with it or not it's really a, well, it's a sensitive subject for sure it it's really every, it's everything literally everything and when it when it comes to like a primitive person if you're looking at like proto-human society you're looking at a species that would naturally look from the inside out to uh place priority and importance and what's What's yeah, what is if they're conscious shit, what is this concept of holy and what is literally important to them? It's this connection. It's it's all of those very primal, uh, dare I say, heathenistic ideas. Well, and and when this was ta- when the whole world was taken over by the Catholic Church, the heathen world was completely fucking demonized. And a lot of that is really established history. We don't even have to go into alternative theories to see that. But we still, a lot of us in the truth community seem to uh, disregard that aspect and then uh, abide by what the Catholic Church says about anything pagan, anything Gnostic, anything heathen. And we go, yeah, the pagans use the pentagram to represent um, the four elements and spirit. Am I correct? Or or life? Holy Spirit. Yeah. And and well, so what are the got, four? What are the four elements to you? Earth, fire, air, water. So fire is not supposed to be one. It's supposed to be the sun, not fire, or right? Sun. I mean, so like, wouldn't that be fire though? I, I mean, not really. Chinese medicine, there's five, and metals one, but yeah, right. feng shui and everything too. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, all that sh- all that shit's kind of crazy, right? And, but and, what I was gonna say is, in modern times with sex. Uh, we kind of like make fun of the uh, what, who is it like the the Orthodox or the Hasidic Jews that have sex through a sheet? Oh, yeah. The hole in the sheet. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's like yeah. that, that realistically, that's how it should be done, because if you're doing it naked, I mean, you're going to start like idolizing the bodies and you're going to start like sucking on titties and doing some weird shit. So, so you got to like, God forbid you enjoy it. it. Well, that's, yeah, that's where alchemy comes into it. The physical plane is a part of this situation, too. That's what I'm saying is that if it's it's procreation is the only one that matters because the woman's orgasm doesn't even factor in when it comes to procreation. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's true, though. Well, no, I don't think that's an interesting point. I guess. Yeah. Well, I I don't think that that's true personally, but I think that uh, good. The (laughs) idea was probably happy about that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) ask me to point out where a clitoris is. I can't tell you, you know, but um. 
I don't feel bad. I I thought the woman peed through the peed out the clitoris until probably about five years ago. (laughs) The belly button? What? (laughs) Where were you guys in health class? I didn't know. I didn't know women had a pee hole that was below the clitoris. I just because and and my reasoning for this was because when guys or girls would get sex changes into guys, they would use the clitoris to make that into the penis or the penis into the clit, vice versa. So I just thought women peed out their 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 clitoris. And oh, and, and it, until our neighbor one time goes, you know, you dumb fuck, we have a pee hole and it's right below that. I'm like, women have a pee hole? I thought you peed out. No, no. Listen, a flat earther fuck. told me that you should just use your five senses and trust your instincts. So, I mean, you must be right. <sighs> yeah. I, I... Shows you how I retarded think the I am. idea of the of the, the woman, you know, getting there, so to speak. Um, it's the same way as the man. It should take a couple of seconds. If you love somebody and then it's just a quick thing. And, you know, obviously it's a fun, it's a fun time to be, you know, be yeah, uh, you what, know, doing some a woman stuff. takes about three minutes in my, and you know, and that's like, I don't feel like that's asking for a lot. No, sure. It's not. I'm no. just saying like, <laughs> if we're talking about strictly, like if we're going to get into this weird shit, right. I'm, <laughs> I'm more in the, the materialistic world. A lot of people. I don't know what we're really supposed to talk about. So sorry. Y'all. A lot of people in this conspiracy community think that I'm like too, like materialistic. And I've been criticized about that a lot because I think that that's all that we have right now. I think that, yes, there is some sort of spiritual realm to stuff. If we're talking about the more like spiritual shit to stuff, I think that it's all about the the actual like the the uh, act of reproduction. If we're talking about more more materialistic shit like what I'm into, then yeah, you're getting into the fun stuff, right? And it's about like yeah, like I'll I'll give it to you, you give it to me kind of thing. That but that's that's material. That is not spiritual, right? So I mean, if we're gonna go down that rabbit hole, then I don't know. Then that's a There's got to be a union a, between the two. You've never had a spiritual experience during sex, yeah. That's what I was well, thinking. I, mean, I haven't. Yeah, wouldn't it be the I understand that it exists. Like the wouldn't orgasm the... seems like the spiritual experience, right? Yeah, well, that's that's fair. Yeah, it's very but similar can't to someone, a DMT turn Can't on. someone that you do not care about at all get you to that spot? I because mean, we're all one, brother. I <laughs> damn right. I think for a female, it's a little bit different. I'm sorry. I know that was contentious. <laughs> but no, right, I, I would I just say, I think it's the opposite of what you said, Ryan. Like the procreation part is the material part. Mm-hmm. The spiritual action, yeah, but the spiritual part is the more the more fun part. We're talking about Sophia really? birthing the demiurge, <laughs> that evil thing we talk about, a narcissism. It's literally thought becoming action. I guess um, I, mean, I, I I guess I see it opposite, but you know what? I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm not good at it. I don't know. I, uh... <laughs> I think you're plenty good at it. <laughs> if it ends in an O, you're good. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that that's interesting, though. It's interesting to think about which is uh, material, which is spiritual, for sure. Well, let me give you an example. Like, you watch The Da Vinci Code, which was like a blockbuster movie. You're going to get like a fucked up, retarded version of what all this information is. Mm-hmm. Because it was like on purpose, almost. It was like handed to us on a silver platter. And, you know, when I watched that originally, like I had done psychedelics and I was kind of like quote unquote awake but at the same time i was still obsessed with movies and i had this idea that like some of these directors man they're like trying to get messages to us dude they're like trying to give us the truth or something i don't know if i believe that anymore but i know that they're unavoidably pointing to the like many truths like on accident or on purpose i'm not sure what's going on but like there is a framework there that's like 
if you see it, you can kind of play with what's going on there. And like Da Vinci Code is like a perfect example. It's like, let's give you a perfect story about this Gnostic perspective. That's not the fucking Gnostic perspective at all. And they'll just throw that to you so that all of the conspiracy theorists will go towards that. And it's, again, it's just hoodwink after hoodwink after hoodwink. Okay, so what do you think with the Gnostic thing? What do you think? Did you watch the new Matrix movie? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw that in the theaters with my wife. What did did you think? I I still liked it. I still want to see it a second time because, like, I I feel like too much of it bombarded me all at once. Like, it was a fast movie, and it was much faster paced than obviously a movie made twenty something years ago. Everything is a little bit quicker, but like the. it felt really uncomfortable and artificial the way they kind of gave all the power to Trinity. And as a huge fan of like the archaic revival and the idea of the mm-hmm. divine feminine, this felt very forced. And maybe that's because I'm old and I've been dealing with the topic for a while. Maybe to someone young, this is like, yes, and it's a good thing, but I don't know. It felt very artificial and weird to I, me. Well, see, I didn't even want to watch it because I, I have to be really careful about I. what I let in. I, I don't I don't watch a lot of TV because I feel like, you know, yeah, well, my dreams told me not to. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm still I, watching 80s action movies. I'm fucked. <laughs> well, I was just, yeah, my dream kind of gave me the message to spit it out. Like, if it's bad for you, you better not fucking eat it. And that's, that was talking about media pretty much so um but i watched it anyway against my better judgment and i was i so to me i was actually kind of pleasantly surprised because i i didn't know have any clue but it was like oh this is the story of sophia so hmm. yeah i can resonate with that can, yeah, can you that elaborate on that what what I, i'm not familiar with the story of sophia sophia is the okay so the the reason why this book is called the big shebang is because we hear about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Where's the woman in there? Immaculate conception. There was no need, no need for a woman. I, she was just the slave to the baby. She was holy Man. ghosted. God the mother was holy ghosted. She's the Holy Ghost. What? Yeah. Come on. It's kind Don't of they say that the, so uh, Christ following... had a sister, a counterpart, a feminine counterpart called Sophia. She's the first one. She's actually the one who created the Earth, technically. And um, yeah, isn't that Gaia in other languages, like Mother Earth? Um, maybe. I, yeah, in other languages, but but like even the story of Adam and Eve is like Eve's name was Zoe, which meant she was like living. She was the first one created. She came first, technically. And um, Adam was created by Yahweh, and Yahweh is actually one of the demiurge or whatever the. If we follow the connection to Sumeria, he's he's Enlil through and through. He's what? the big evil brother Enlil. that watches he's, over yeah. everything, and he's the Archon. He's he's and he's wouldn't, bad. Wouldn't that make Eve Anki then? No, or is that, that Lilith? Would... Yeah, no. Um, actually, I don't. Yeah. I couldn't even. Really so get into Lilith. Lilith, I would say. Semi-o. I would say. Well, if comparing Yahweh to Enlil. The serpent is Enki, okay. the one that gives knowledge. Well, this says that the serpent is Eve. Eve was the serpent. Okay, she no, was raped. By, yeah, she was raped by. She she basically was given the god particle, and so she actually um. She pissed off what's his name, Yahweh, and 
when she did that, she had to, <laughs> he wanted that. her you know, God guy. consciousness because he created Adam and Adam had no life. So he wanted her spark. So she put it in a tree and in the tree was happened to be the snake. And so the snake also got the God particle. And so the snake told her to eat the fruit. So she'd remember who she was. So when she ate the fruit, she was able, you know, so the snake was Eve, the tree was Eve and the apple was Eve and Eve was the spark of life that gave Adam life. I like so the idea the most of uh, Adam being like an atom and then mm-hmm. Eve being an electron, like, like yeah. the whole like mm-hmm. Adam and that, Eve. Yep. That idea is kind of cool. I like that. I don't know it's, if it's, it's weird that it oddly fits, right? Like it doesn't have to really mess with anything yeah. else or anyone else's philosophy about those characters. It just like, it fits and it's okay yeah, the to man and think woman that still, the ma- masculine feminine the positive the negative and that's like that's what's missing from the trinity and from all these other world religions it's always a man who's the father there is no there because is no all religion mother. and all history was written by man and that's where i have a hard time with a the lot distortion. of distortion yeah and and ryan and i have had these conversations where every religion has been passed down by man and written by man whether you take the bible all the stories of jesus were written hundreds and and sometimes thousands of years after his supposed death uh the 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 old testament all written by man and it's always controlled by man and i'm not sitting here trying to say hey everybody put on a pussy hat but yeah at some point (laughs) yeah you need to you need to bring the feminine side in because i can't have my daughter wouldn't exist without my ex-wife. You know what I mean? I, my dogs wouldn't exist if they, they didn't have a, 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 a female dog. You know, you have to have the male and the female, a bitch. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if there's a, they man, then they depend on us throwing out one or the other over and over again. The pendulum yeah. swinging back and exactly. forth. It's, it's dividing out of balance. The Galen dialectic. Is. Absolutely. Well, sponsor and for the first hour of the tavern is nothing because I just wanted to get everybody's reaction. I love that. I want to buy more of that. <laughs> yeah, you should. There's <laughs> another interesting story about Genesis. Week I got, got everybody with all natural beer. <laughs> you guys want to hear another interesting yeah. take on Genesis? Tell us. I heard this from Dun 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 of Freemason. And but the, the, the funny part was that he like acted like it was like this deep throat situation and he was giving me some amazing information. I'm like, oh, so like very similar to like Gnosticism. He's like, well, sort of I'm like, no, <laughs> it, it pretty. But it's it's interesting to say the least, because not a lot of people kind of have heard this take on it. It's interesting where um, when Adam eats the apple and, you know, gains the knowledge. He, uh, well, it's Eve, yes, but then Adam, because it's given to Adam. But um, oh. when they both eventually eat this apple, uh, the the story goes that they they hide because they're ashamed that they've done what Yahweh has has asked them not to do. But the way that this guy explained it to me was that they hid because they had eaten the fruit. And because they ate the fruit, they knew the difference between good and evil. And then they hide from Yahweh. And like he had me look it up in the Bible. I'm like, okay, all right. Well, it does kind of follow that plot line where like they only hide because they're afraid of who's noticed in the garden. 
and they 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 claim they see, that that they see gives away the, the idea they it gives away this idea of the old world that hey this isn't uh this isn't god this is actually a character this is another warlord this is someone in our history it's really interesting hey what's really interesting that i'm finding interesting is i'm um really kind of going deep into the carlos castaneda stuff and he Don describes Juan. it yeah and they describe the difference between the tonal and the nogal and the tonal is everything that you can perceive so anything that you can pretty much name with language but your perception of everything everybody has their own tonal and then there's a collective one as well so it's like everything that's on a table in front of you that's that's your tonal. it's your island right of perception and then nogal is everything that's not there and somebody asked like like what's under the table pretty much it's the magic but like he asks well you know well so god is god part of the nogal and he's like no absolutely not god is an idea that you have that's part of the tamal that's that's something that you've constructed and that's where ghost stops the first free hour Right on the hour mark, too. What a great spot to stop it. Um, right when she finished a thought, that was uh, Teresa talking, I believe. Um, believe it or not, I was pretty drunk when we were doing this talk. Um, I think that was Teresa. It sounded like her voice, and I seem to remember her saying that exact thing. So i got to say a big thanks to Abby, a thanks to Teresa, a thanks to Leslie, a thanks to Andy, a thanks to Ghost for hosting the show. And um, thank you all for just being so supportive, not only supporting my hard work, but supporting other great independent creators out there, sharing their shit, sharing my shit, and uh, just interacting, man. This is this has just been a, a real, I hate how this word's overused, but it really feels like a blessing to uh, talk to a lot of you guys. So I uh, hope that you enjoyed that. If you want to get the entire episodes of not only that one, but many more, all you need to do is go to uh, patreon.com slash my third eye podcast, I believe. I should have checked that before we started recording. Let me double check because I am a subscriber over there. I subscribe to Matt's too over there at um, The Great Deception. Let me see here. The Patreon app is the way to do this shit, by the way, too. I'm just giving a fucking full-on Patreon plug. How's that? Um, yeah, the app's the shit. And I don't know if you know this, too, with my show, and then I think with most of these other guys, too, I know for a fact with mine, you can copy the RSS feed and plug it into your podcatcher, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that shit, and you can listen to the podcast the same way that you listen to um, listen to the Patreon episode the same way that you listen to the podcasts. So, yeah, My Third Eye Podcast is what it is, okay? So go check that out, patreon.com slash My Third Eye Podcast. Fun stuff. Tons of content on here, too. He puts out... I mean, sometimes these chats will go for fucking four hours. Lately, they've been going for like two to three. And um, yeah, like I said, guys, if you're a listener of the show, you're about to get hit with back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back episodes here. Um, Brotherhood of the Snake with Joel Thomas and Van Tesla coming out tomorrow, uh, 2.23. And then the Monday Night Master Debaters um, from, I believe, two weeks prior... Um, coming out 224, and then the Monday Night Master Debaters from one week prior coming out 225. Damn, I got some work ahead of me. Uh, but yeah, guys, support all these awesome creators, dude. This has uh, been a blast, and uh, talk to you next time, guys. Enjoy the rest of the week. <laughs>